Ragnarok. It has begun. It has begun. Hello and welcome back to Is This Still Good? Uh, I'm I'm a host, Sage. With me as always is another host. He gets to say his own name. It's Gavin. That's me. And I'm a ghost. Just kidding. Normal living human being, Mark here. How's it going, Mark? It's been a while. It's going, uh, you guys, yeah, 2020. (laughs) All right. Oh, so it's been a while, but nothing has changed. I guess that was predictable. (laughs) It's, yeah, just a horrific uh, nightmare of a year. (laughs) How about you guys? It's kind of like, you know, an emperor from an Elseworld uh, started merging with our universe and Mm -hmm. um, slowly... It does feel like that. Like, yes. for some reason, uh, the Eiffel Tower and New York are, like, right next to each other. Right. And they're also kind of poorly rendered and mm-hmm. against a darkened sky, but the lighting isn't consistent with the sky, mm-hmm. and maybe things are sinking into the ground. I just can't wait to get into the computer animation of that movie, because <laughs> there's a lot to talk about there. Well, speaking of horrifying nightmare realms, what'd you bring for us today, Mark? I brought, um, well, I didn't know that I was supposed to bring enough to share. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know it's not candy we're talking about. We're talking about Mortal Kombat! I think that's how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> well, that is what the movie says right well, at all, the beginning. It's all capital letters, too, the, you know? And they, combat, they that's combat with a K as well. Yeah. <laughs> it is Mortal Kombat with a K. In case uh, there was any confusion. We're yeah, talking if about you Googled the... Mortal Kombat with a C, not what we're talking about. <laughs> Google just makes fun of you if you did that. <laughs> Nude. Uh, yeah, we are talking about 1995's Mortal Kombat. Uh, we're obviously pairing that with a, with a new movie that's coming out pretty soon, but. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Same. <laughs> when they're remaking Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which comes out in a few days. Oof. Uh, yeah, oof. We'll probably talk about that movie, too, because <laughs> we were all wise enough to to watch it in preparation, and uh, it's a very noteworthy movie. Yeah. Call, yeah, preparation A for Annihilation. <laughs> they're not all great jokes, you know? <laughs> just No notes, coming. just um, like I have for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark subscribes to the airplane school of joke telling, which is if you if they don't <laughs> exactly. work, just follow them up with a with another one five seconds later. Just keep going. Yeah, don't look back. Aren't we supposed to do airplane at some point? <laughs> Wasn't Probably. That plan? I'm like a podcast editor's worst nightmare because not only do I make a bad joke, then I like thirty minutes later I do a callback to the bad joke. So you have to decide like do you cut out like you know, that like five minutes of us talking yeah. or do you do we cut, cut out Mark from this episode? Or... <laughs> yeah. Or do you cut out just the joke? Well, that is why do? dude, where's our dude, where's my car episode was longer than the movie that we were talking about. 
Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> Just like here in Mortal Kombat. There, now, there is a lot to, to unpack in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> now that we've all made it to, you know, the, the ripe old ages that we're at, we've clearly survived Mortal Kombat, and I want to get into those fights that you were in in your childhood. Um, anybody else have a bully that, like, shot acid at them? And, uh, <laughs> what else <laughs> oh happened God. in this movie? <laughs> um... There's you ever you guys ever bullied by like a uh, a like guy a who rips off his face that turn reveals a skull and then spits fire at you? Uh, like a scorpion. Yeah, yeah, scorpions. That's yeah. what scorpions are yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. There was um no, that never happened. To me. <laughs> I mean, the Fair closest enough. I could get is uh, I was bullied by a man while he was playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like that definitely happened. Uh, I was exposed to this by the game's first. The mm-hmm. classic uh, playing a game at your friend's house who is much better than you at mm-hmm. the game because mm-hmm. he owns it. Uh, and he's not going to take any breaks. And he's going to be a dick to you because he's a yeah. child and children are dicks. Mm-hmm. As it should be. I remember this is a game that I had, too, I believe on, like, the PlayStation 1. I remember it was, like, 2 or 3, and I, I th- it was taken away from me. Yeah. What's bloody. <laughs> it's viol- violent. Yeah. Know? It's bad. It didn't. Did not pass the parent. Well, uh... Yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> jive with my Christian sensibility. Um, so watching the movie was, you know, a shocker. A lot for you. of there was a lot of prayer. Yeah, that's kind of a religious experience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're like, did... oh Lord, please let this movie end. <laughs> yeah. So, did y'all's familiarity with Mortal Kombat come from the games or the movie? Oh first? yeah. Yeah, I watched the game, I watched the games. Uh, no, I played, oh, oh yeah, I was like, obsessed with those. Uh, when I was a kid, you'd like, when your parents weren't in the room, you'd put on the blood code for the first one. <laughs> and there'd just be fucking fatalities and all sorts of blood coming off of every witch character. Didn't matter. Didn't much matter which. How old were you when you first were introduced to these games? Because you've got older brothers, Mark. Yeah, so I, I mean, feel like I, there was kind of a slide into debauchery much faster than those of us. I had to have been have like, like six. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. My God. Um, yeah, because we had it on, we had it on Sega Genesis. The so, first Yeah, that's one. how I played it. And then it's, we had the first and the second one. And then I played the third one in arcades. Uh, because that was a thing. Yeah, I remember those. Exist. Back when you could be in a room around other people. Yeah. I remember those days. Now, are the arcades, is that one of the ones where you're, you're fighting, like, against the computer, against your friends, and, uh, and you're just going through the levels until you fight the final boss? How, how much does it cost to beat this game in an arcade in quarters? Oh, I would never, I wouldn't know. Yeah, more, more than I probably was. I'd, I'd get like, uh, (laughs) like maybe a buck or two out of my mom. So I was very, you know, was very uh, uh, strategic with my use of the the, the quarters that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it would get one quarter from me, maybe. That was back when arcades also would cost one quarter sometimes, right. rather than the dollar fifty to play Time yeah. Crisis. Exactly. Still so a you great had game, like you but, know yeah. maybe eight games. So you really had to. There was no beating a game. You played one game. You moved on. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's how Didn't you do they, it. They, they would come to arcade before they came to consoles. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure about that, but I assume they figured it out that it was more profitable in arcade for kind of like theatrical versus home video. Yeah, I feel like there definitely were games, like especially that kind of like like the fighting game kind of stuff would always be on uh, arcades first. And I feel like that's like probably the ideal way to play it, too, with the like, you know, you got the buttons on the 
on the mm-hmm, cabinet mm-hmm. itself. Like it's a little bit more kind of natural feeling. The stakes are also higher when you have to lose a quarter every time you you lose. Oh yeah, which is a different feeling than playing it at home. I remember seeing those uh, robots for the first time uh, from Sector Annihilation and uh, Cyborg. Maybe your guess is as good as mine. Um, <laughs> they don't really I don't name the characters in these movies like half the time. The, the, like, you know who it is. One Come of my on. favorite things about that that movie, uh, well, both of the movies really, is they introduce characters as quickly as they kill characters. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like every time they introduce one, another one dies. You're like, what is going on? Like, I don't know any of the characters anymore. I know. You know, Kang. Yeah. Well, Luke Kang. Yeah. <laughs> a quick description of, of this is not our, our summary of the movie, but uh, just in case anyone in the audience hasn't seen these movies or has only seen one, uh, the first Mortal Kombat is basically a remake of the Bruce Lee movie, which is saw recently and is totally escaping my mind. Someone, someone jump in here. They're all on an island fighting. Gavin, you watched it like last month. I would no. say, you know, I don't um, watch good movies. Is it Game of Death? It's not. Game no, of it's Death. not Game of Death. It's the one before the Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. And yes. it, it's a remake of that because the Mortal Kombat franchise is just Enter the Dragon as a video game. Right. Uh, and then the second one is just just whatever the hell it wants to be all the time, and it a hundred percent assumes that you have played Mortal Kombat three and have read all the text between the fighting and give a shit about the plots. Right. Which is why I think uh the first one is a much stronger movie. It yeah. doesn't bother to have a plot. If I, if I can get into the prehistory, because it's like <laughs> Mortal Kombat, um it's it it wouldn't have existed that much earlier. Like the I I mean Enter the Dragon, and I think Bloodsport's also kind of the same plot, if I remember correctly. A bunch of fighters coming to an island to fight mm-hmm. each other is is an old tradition. Uh, video game movies are a newer tradition. Hollywood been, had been trying to figure them out for for a little bit, and you could you could argue they're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I, was, I was about to <laughs> yeah, say, right. like, uh, oh, they figured we, we them will out. Argue oh, that. wow. We'll, We'll rank some video game movies later, I'm sure. But at, at what, this point, actually, I'm curious what happened before this movie. Video well, game-wise. Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Oh um, wow. Yeah. Okay. That, I believe that, the first attempt at like adapting a video game. It's not the that first is a bullseye of a movie though. Video game. <laughs> well, there, there are. I haven't. Okay. Like I think I think you take that movie, you give it not Mario Brothers as the name. It's a friggin' awesome movie. Well, that's the thing. So why the fuck is it an adaptation of a video <laughs> game? Somebody was like care about just doing like rails of cocaine right and they were That's like how... wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be great wouldn't it be great if we wrote a, a, a super mario brothers movie super mario brothers there'll be a, was... a, the, but the goombas will have small heads they'll be big bodies small heads the goombas. Big body, small head. <laughs> like... i was listening to actually like a podcast about this uh shout out to imaginary worlds i think mm-hmm. and they were talking like about shout out to imaginary worlds a, a, it's a great podcast it's a good pc they were talking about how um, the Should adaptation of Mario Brothers. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time saved. I'm sorry. All right, let's get back on sketch. Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo was trying, was like ready to, they, I think they allowed the Nintendo franchise to get used in, was it end the game master or whatever? And they were like, Oh, this is kid stuff. We want to be more serious. So they were trying to do the gritty reboot before it was a thing. And so they shopped <laughs> it. Like they were like, who's got the grittiest version of Super Mario Bros? 
And that was me, the script that me, wound me, up. Me, me, I yeah, do, they, I do, I They do. passed over all the high-budget studios <laughs> and went with some indie people who were like, oh, no, we want to do the dark Mario Bros. movie. We want... Okay, I've been thinking about it. And this. there you go. Maybe it's just Yoshi like, will be this like is a what we real want. dragon, though. It's going to be fucking sick. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely Speaking the same. of dragons. It's the go same, ahead. but even if that's the first <laughs> video game to, to be going this way. Um, you know, a couple years earlier, a movie I think about a lot, Masters of the Universe, a He-Man movie that takes place on Earth and has almost nothing to do with any of the cartoons that we're familiar with. Uh, and then you get, like, Street Fighter a couple years later. I skipped over Double Dragon because that's a movie with so little cultural impact, I always forget it exists. Did that predate the games, or...? Uh, no, no, it was after the games. Okay. I mean, um, yeah, Double Dragon weird. being just a, what's that called? Like a 1.5D beat-em-up side-scroller type thing. A- yeah. A- Apple was trying to recommend that after I watched, because uh, I rented Mortal <laughs> oh, of course Kombat it was. on Apple. It was like, hey, Then you bro, would love Double Dragon. <laughs> check it out. You want to you watch Double Dragons yeah. after this? I was like, they made a Double Dragons movie? And then the, the first Street Fighter is just an action movie with Street Fighter characters in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the video game, which I think isn't Street Fighter also just like you all have to come to an island. Right. Isn't I, I think that's a, that's basically like every fighting game. Yeah, I mean, like I guess Tekken, Van Damme, Soul Calibur, like it's all, ooh, Dead or Alive. look at these champions. Well, they well, all that has a whole to... beach volleyball storyline too, right. which Mortal Kombat doesn't have. Yet. Yet. <laughs> stage, stage gets me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're friends now. <laughs> it's official, guys. So do you guys remember seeing this movie for the first time? Did this yeah, occupy space? I do. I remember seeing it for sure. Tell us about um, it. Because I was at, like, I had to have been, like, if not the first sleepover I'd ever been to, like, one of the first sleepovers. And it was, like, late 90s. And they were like, okay, bro. Got two rated R movies. Listen, this up. was rated R. No, listen, it, was not. <laughs> it wasn't. I already have holes in the story. Okay, well, they were like, we got two. Sorry, movies. sorry. Continue, continue. I'm so sorry. We got two movies that your parents won't let you see. Is that better? Is that more yeah, accurate? yeah, that works. That works. We've got because especially like Mortal Kombat was like the Grand Theft Auto of the 90s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like it would like well until the Grand Theft Auto the movie, came out, there was yeah. Grand Theft Auto of the 90s, but. late 90s though. <laughs> With like well, Mortal Kombat, will you guys stop trying to undermine me? Mortal Kombat was Look, like the one first... of your two stories right now is a lie. <laughs> Mortal Kombat was like the first big movie that parents or big game rather that parents were really worried about. Yeah, they were like fucking. It's gonna make your kid. A satanic killer. Anyways, so they were like, boo, boo, listen up. Got two movies. I got, uh, Mortal Kombat, which has name recognition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. For kind me, as at the time, and I've got Predator. Ooh. We can watch one or the other before my mom says we have to go to bed. What are those is rated R? <laughs> Correct. Um, so we, of course, had the name recognition, the brand recognition for me. I chose Mortal Kombat. I was like, that's the sickest movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was awesome. That's, I mean, that's the whole story. Oh, okay. When, yeah. And when you saw Predator later, how did you feel? <laughs> I felt like, um, just the, just the starting with the awesome, like, high five. Yeah. That was already a better movie. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's like the it's, original weird flex, but okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, even more, uh, 
literal than most. Like weird, very <laughs> aggressive flex. Weird, intimate flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Aggressively intimate. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Todd the pushing pencils. <laughs> and Sage, you also had this movie early in life? Uh, no. So this no. is this is one of the four VHSs that I owned growing up at various stages. Um, but I saw it later. I saw it later enough to, to enjoy it, but also be totally aware of how dumb and goofy it was. <laughs> like, I feel like I watch it at the exact right movie. Unlike... I, thought it, I thought it was badass when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I would have yeah, yeah. if I had seen it, like, a little bit earlier. I, I think I watched it, like, 13 or 14. Just like, I like this movie a lot. <laughs> It hits all the things I want it to, and I'm far enough removed that I can also laugh at the parts that, that maybe don't work as well as the filmmakers had wanted. <laughs> I gotta admit that, like, I, I, I know I've seen this movie because burned into my skull is the very ending where everything is fine and they're all laughing to themselves. <laughs> and then, and then like, a hey, castle explodes in the background. The yeah. Yeah. He- you thought it was over, but here's like, here's the real bad guy. Here's the oh, real bad guy. Oh, it is over. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Spoiler that is alert. Burnt, Spoilers, and, and, but not really. <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's also one of the, like, for a movie that has a lot of, again, I can't, I, I actually, I honestly don't know if these were good for the time, but they have aged worse than most things I've seen. I don't uh, think they were. I don't, I don't think they were good for the time. <laughs> Which I think begs the question, like, why... It's, it seems like at the time, Mortal Kombat, like, especially the first one, 1995 is like, probably the height of Mortal Kombat popularity. Sure. It seems like it didn't have a budget. Why didn't they budget. put more money in it? It seems well, like it didn't they, have I mean, a budget at all. The, some of the set designs, it. though, are amazing. Like, some of the set the designs, st- they did go to Thailand to film it. They didn't get uh, any, like, that was probably in the director's contract. He's like, gotta go to Thailand. I've got some business to take care of there. So that was like some oh. sort of weird thing he worked into it. Talking about drugs. Come on. Um, but, but I mean, like uh, that I'm actually talking fight. about cheap dentistry. <laughs> um, no, it, it's, it's like all of the computer animation that you're like, it looks real. Bad. I know, like even from it's the 90s. Like a, I, like, I, I don't have memories of it one way or the other, except for like some of the, I mean, there's a, there's a fight at the end of Annihilation that is just like the end of Spawn, like the end of any uh, PS1 video game that like. Put well, no, like I'm thinking about Beast Wars too. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. no, there's there are parts of this movie that look like that. Where he's like, uh, there's some. You've got to find your anime well. animosity inside <laughs> right. of you. Oh, your animatization. Uh, but before animality. We, before we go into these parts, we should. Can we just? Can probably... I? I'm sorry. But animality, he turns into a dragon. That's not a fucking animal. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. It's That's an animal. To say. It's, it's a cryptid, an but it's, it's an animal. Um, cryptid, cryptids are animals. It's strong. Cryptids are animals too, guys. Shut yeah. up. You don't want to upset the cryptid community, man. Trust me. That is true. <laughs> Nothing takes down a podcast faster. So before we start shitting on the visual effects and uh, whether or not dragons are animals, uh, we should probably summarize this movie. And I mean the first movie because I'm not going to fucking try to summarize Annihilation. A bunch no. of shit happens. It's like all over the place. Like a ping pong mach- Like a ping pong game. Not a ping pong. Pinball. I can't <laughs> So, uh So I which of it. us would like to uh, give a quick summary of Enter the Dragon? I mean, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. 
Um, I'll give it a shot. Mortal Kombat by H. G. Wells. So, let me pull out my notebook so I can correct anything. Gavin says. <laughs> so the New Line Cinema logo comes yeah. on, and someone screams Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Which I thought was so, so bold. Like, great fucking decision for it's the starting of a movie. So Liu Kang wakes up in a cold sweat in his American bedroom after visions of oh, yeah, a, his, his brother, his brother the, being murdered so by dead. a wizard. So he decides to go to Thailand to check in on his old family who are monks, I think. So I, had a qu- I had a question about this. Part. He's going to China. He goes going to China. China? It's, I thought he went it's, to Thailand. Yeah, well, it's so in that's Thailand. The, the most China. famous landmark, right. landmarks in Thailand, and they just pretend it's other places. <laughs> so, uh, okay, fair enough. Every time they go to China, it is the most famous landmark in Thailand. It is Ayatuya, the old capital, like an Angkor Wat style temple complex, and they just say Temple of Light, China, <laughs> China. Let me ask you guys something. Do you think when people come to the Temple of Light? Or like a like a place where there's lots of monks that they really line up by height when they're greeting them. <laughs> Did that happen in the movie? Because that was something that I noticed. I was like, everyone lined up by height. There was like the children in the middle, and then like the tallest guys on the side. And I was like, I Are you sure they were just lined up by age? History. I mean, I think that's usually how you well, take I a family like photo anyway. If you're lined up by age, it's going to look like height. But this was like, this was much more. Go back and watch it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and go back anyway. to the summary. <laughs> Uh, there, they say, like, no, you don't get to participate in our culture now because you left for America. And he's like, mm-hmm. bullshit, it's my family right, I want to mm-hmm. take on, uh, the gods. Speaking of which, here comes a god, he's a white dude wearing a hat, right, and like, he's wait. like, you're not a god. And then he's, and then he he's like, a you're just a of lightning in his eye. <laughs> and uh, then he, the lightning guy kicks his butt a little bit. Why and is then, Raiden white? I because he is in the games. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I At least he's, he's not like a Chinese games. god. He's just an elder god. Like there's a whole right. pantheon of. I don't know. Well, it still comes. I guess off they're as all like white a, too in the movie. Yeah, it, come, like it comes off as like without, a weird. Like, it's not great. Yeah it, yeah, it doesn't come off good. That's all I'm saying. We we do try to let Gavin get through the summaries without <laughs> interrupting too much. Now, though. well, I have well, I have a lot of notes here. <laughs> You'll have plenty of time. <laughs> All right. So, Raiden introduces the idea of Liu Kang's destiny is to go compete in the tenth straight Mortal Kombat, nine of which have been won by Shao Kahn, evil sorcerer, who, if he wins ten straight Mortal Kombats, gets to invade Earthrealm and take over. Right. Then, cut to Hollywood actor Johnny Cage... Uh, disappointed by his sparring partners in whatever scene he's in, he storms off the set. He goes, where... this is the part where you fall down. Sorry. <laughs> I did it again. Which will come back again, yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, his, his, um, mentor says, hey dude, I know you, you're a big time movie star, but you want to be respected. Well, I got this respect you want. Come fight on this island with me. And he goes, hell yeah, brother, I'm in. It's not his and... mentor though. <laughs> Well, it's kind of his mentor, but anyway. it's not because no. it turns into the it turns into the bad guy. Introduce. Well, oh, oh, that's what you. Shang Tsung yeah. is just tricking people into one. coming to the island for reasons we don't know yet, and he does mm-hmm. this with uh, Sonya Blade as well. Sonya Blade, uh, cop of some sort. 
Entries are, <laughs> yeah, it's real murky. <laughs> enters a 90s club chasing Australian uh, metal-faced Kano. underground boss, Kano, who apparently killed her partner at some point with a knife that he likes to lick and take yeah. out a lot. Yep. Um, she chases him to an island where we are introduced to Mortal Kombat. Uh, Raiden. Wait, 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 wait. We're introduced to what? The Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah, I don't island know what the, I, I, it's weird. It's like you're coming through kind of quiet, maybe? Like. Yeah, I can't hear you. I hear the right syllables. Mortal Kombat! There oh, we okay. go. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, now I know what you're talking about. I thought you said Street Fighter, so. <laughs> I thought it was uh, Tekken. Anyway, Raiden now has three human main characters that we're going to follow. None of them are really in it to win it. They're all kind of just like, None why of them are, are we bringing here? it on. No one really knows, yeah. Um, and he says, no, you guys have to defend Earthrealm and explains this thing to them multiple times, but no one really pays attention, kind of like the audience, or at least me, uh, <laughs> watching this movie. Um, Shang Tsung or Shao Kahn, I kind of forget which, uh, Shao Kahn's not in the first movie. Okay, Shang Tsung introduces Goro, who's like a pretty fun animatronic, uh, mm-hmm. four-armed giant beastie guy. Um, yeah. he won last year's tournament, and, oh, and Shang Tsung also, every time someone loses in Mortal Kombat, or sometimes, not every time, I never figured this part out, sometimes but he, he sucks steals their, their souls out of their bodies. Right. Well, yes, sometimes he steals their bones, their bones, and then sometimes he absorbs them into his eyeball, and I was like, this- why are there different... Like, right. So we see that early on. He absorbs some dude that uh, Liu Kang kills or doesn't kill. I, again, like, it's really weird. I can't tell when they're fighting to death and when they're not. Right. But I think <laughs> but, it's so optional. There's a series of, series of fights. Mostly are like some of them have giant audiences and seem official. Some of them are just like blitzes. Yeah, because once yeah, I have some notes about that. <laughs> Once you're in the Mortal Kombat world, Raiden can no longer protect you, although he still hangs out and is, like, sly and winks about stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, like a, a bunch of characters monkey. are introduced and murdered, laugh. including Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I thought the... that was a really brave choice because it's, like, the two <laughs> most beloved Mortal Kombat characters are killed in the first half yeah, of the movie. Yeah, just do not get personalities yeah. to show off our, their powers and are done. to a wizard. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, none of our main characters really die. But, uh, oh, and, uh, Johnny Cage, uh, steps up to fight Goro so that Sonya Blade doesn't have to, cause he's a, he's a, he's a man of crushes and, and, uh, 90s bravado. He punches Goro in the balls and then throws him off of a cliff. Yeah, he runs away. <laughs> Look, he says he's got a plan, and his plan is to, to punch him in the balls and run balls away. Balls and run away. And run away. And that he, well, but in his defense, Goro, of course, sunglasses. And no, I mean, that's how you were. Yeah. They and, were $500. All right. What an asshole. So now, uh, Liu Kang, uh, is fighting a princess who is maybe Shang Tsung's, no, Shao Kahn's daughter, uh, who we kind of hear about. He's the emperor. He's not on screen in the first movie, mm-hmm. really. Um, they fight, but it's like really lame fighting, and Shang Tsung is just really disappointed going, come on guys, this is supposed to be Mortal Kombat, not Mortal Hangout and whispering each other's ears, guys, because that's what they're doing. And then he kind of breaks it up, doesn't suck anybody's soul out of their bodies. Yeah, when uh, I uh, when I wrote down my notes for uh, <laughs> Liu Kang's vi- uh, with Princess Katana, uh, their right. fight, I wrote sexual, ta- sexual tension, 
and that's pretty much it. Nobody died. <laughs> yep. And that's my, and then, that sums up the entire fight. That's one of those no stakes things where it's like, you gotta yeah. try harder than this if you're gonna win. I'm like, aren't we fighting to the death? <laughs> right. And now, so now Liu Kang knows that she's on his side, so then he fights, uh, Shang Tsung at some point in Mortal Kombat after... In what? In Mortal Kombat! Because... Ooh, that was too, like, dignified, I thought. <laughs> that was very, like, Patrick Stewart. Alright. Yeah. He... He, cause he had challenged Sonya and no one wants to let Sonya fight anybody apparently for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so they fight. He takes on the guise of his dead brother. There's an impactful emotional scene that doesn't really feel that earned. And then he kicks Shang Tsung onto some spikes and, uh, but they're in presumably, the, shape of the Mortal Kombat logo. Right. It's, yeah. it's a, it's, it's a cool board. set piece and presumably they've saved Earthrealm, but wait. As they're all celebrating, um, the Emperor shows up. He is like, fills the entire skyline and just evaporates some castles and then goes, ha ha ha, I've come to take over Earth. And then the credits roll. I don't know how to summarize that any better. I'm sorry. Like, you you, glo- you glossed over some pretty important stuff. I felt like but, I thought you gave um, way too much information. It was I, pretty good. Yeah, there it, there was there's it's like you know the I could not find that middle middle bowl of uh, oatmeal. What what does Goldilocks eat? Soup? I don't know. I don't know uh, either. Oat porridge, oatmeal. That's what my brain Those turned into suits. watching this movie. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Mush. The second movie, just to just to say really quickly, is uh, oh just legions of of zombies attacking it turns into like basically a power rangers movie yeah. uh yeah good job they, that, that's yeah then they win but like yeah it's like power rangers it, beast war yeah i'm trying to the figure movie. out what what's the first avengers movie kind of the but second like, is it, yeah. i was Liu kang has to like go on some trials to become an even better fighter to do a task but he doesn't really need to I, I couldn't no, figure out what model really the second movie I was, was I was literally, like, kind of thinking the entire time I was watching it that they were filming, like, half of the scenes for, like, a new Power Rangers-type show. Yeah. They didn't have, like, the other good... The, the, they didn't have the good it half It feels like Japan. it was recut into something and, smaller. Yeah, so sure. they, like, took the really bad parts and they tried to cut them into a narrative and you they know, did, like, an okay job. You I know, they to really put it Zach in... Schneider'd, uh, to put it into, is this still good classic terms? Do you remember that Shaka Zulu movie we watched that was cut down <laughs> yeah. from 10 hours of a 10 hour miniseries follow up into a movie that made oh no goddamn sense? That is what Mortal Kombat Annihilation felt oh like. Boy. I believe Liu Kang even is like the, the Native American fighter whose name I forget, who's a werewolf potentially in this movie. Uh, Nightwolf. Uh, and he just kind of comes and goes. Lightfoot playing just, yeah. Nightwolf. No one, no one lasts in these movies, whether they die or not. It just the movie does not have time to revisit. It's like, characters. hey, remember yeah. this? Remember this character from the video game? Anyways, bye. Uh, here's another character. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah. the first movie manages to fit in all eight characters from the first game. It's doing a lot, mm. but it doesn't feel necessarily as extended as in the second movie, which again just assumes that you know Mortal Kombat 3 back to front. Mm-hmm. The characters, the plot, everything. Because that's even the only reason like, you would give a shit about what's happening. Even I if it's say, like a bad makeup version of the character. Yeah. Like you're still supposed to know. Like, what yeah. was the, the guy who's like, I forget what his name is. He's like The, the guy ba- with the spike arms. Baraka or Baka yeah, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like flying around and his Barack like Obama. mask is kind of like fluttering in the wind because it's not actually yeah. like on his face. No. And you're like, what? What were you thinking? 
Yeah. He's also one of a lot of characters in these movies that, like, have the kind of blades that would just... Like, in the video games, they stab people and there's blood everywhere. Real, but real. in the movie, you know, it's PG-13 and you can't actually stab anybody. So they've got all right. these knives Ace that they're just, like, missing with Ting. and or... Like, uh, I forget if it's Katana or Jade or whoever, but, like, she draws what I think Jade are Jade is treacherous. And we will and not just, speak of her. <laughs> they just turn out to be, like, wiggly sticks. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Look, you're, you're thinking too much about Annihilation. Wiggly sticks. Right. Well, just, just so we'll they should think have called about it Annihilation as Mortal much as Kombat! The... Wiggly sticks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be... There's, there's still time. Uh, we should we should give Mortal Kombat Annihilation about as much credit and thought as the filmmakers did when they recast <laughs> everyone but two actors. two characters. Yeah, uh, yes they 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 kept the guy from Beverly Hills Ninja and the lady from uh, Live and Let Die. My God! So to me, it, what was an interesting thing is again to go back to Goldilocks. The first movie is somehow unlockable to me, character slow. Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> The first movie is like manages to be slow for a movie that is almost entirely fight scenes. The fight scenes are in general slowly choreographed, include a lot of slow motion that doesn't feel earned, mm-hmm. and it just like is it's not beating you over the head with exposition, but it also doesn't make you care about it. No. And then the second movie just doesn't make any sense, <laughs> right? But uh, most goes through everything really fast, so it's like it kind of reminds me of like the way if you've ever seen Leprechaun. In the hood and Leprechaun mm-hmm. back to mm-hmm. the hood. I love the part with Coolio. If they'd like combined those movies together, they could have had one good movie. The only thing I ever that I remember <laughs> about Leprechaun in the Hood is there's one part where they go, "Oh hey man, there's Coolio," and he like slow motion walks past the camera. Never bring up Coolio again in the entire movie. That's it. There's just that one shot. Wait, Coolio's say, in oh, it as Coolio. a cameo, and they just address it. It's just like, they, let's they just, stop oh, the movie. Hey, look at that. It's Coolio. And he's like, what's up? Yep. And then it's This it. will be a timeless reference. <laughs> <laughs> he won a Kid's Choice Award, for heaven's sake. <laughs> Much like this movie, I'm sure, actually. But, yeah, I don't know. What was your, What was the experience... For you guys seeing this movie. I, uh, I have a note that I think sums up, uh, there's like a scene, it's in between, um, let's see, the fight where Goro, uh, fights Art. You know that character that you, that you definitely know? Yeah, um, that was my was note the during boat. the summary Art. when you said, uh, all of our main characters are still alive, so who cares? I'm like, uh, what about the black guy whose name what about I forgot? Art. <laughs> Art. Because he he's established at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so it's right between there and uh, when when uh, Johnny makes this stupid like agreement with Sung uh, to fight Goro on like Sung's term. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote this note and it says Johnny and Sonia have a conversation as if their characters have been developed in any way, <laughs> <laughs> and that happens uh... a lot in the movie. Where they're, you're like, they're like, oh, we're having this conversation, like, as if you understand our relationships to each other, which we have not established. No. We've had, we went like, from some... strangers to, like, best friends, and so, that's it. Right. The three protagonists that we follow do at least get some character moments to make us root for them. And, right. Like, make, make us like their relationships to each other. You know, you've got um, Mr. K's just being horny <laughs> most of the time honestly him, <laughs> and he's him also carrying... just racist to luke cage the first time they beat i'm like all right i want to watch these people interact <laughs> johnny cage brings 
you know, I want to say like 10 different pieces of luggage. Whatever's a a comical amount. (laughs) Yeah. And then he has to jump off of a boat into the ocean and just falls face first with all of his things. Yep. I have a note about that. Those are my favorite bits. It's like him walking upstairs with clearly too many bags and just falling downstairs. But don't forget that he racistly was trying to get, uh, uh, Luke, Luke Kang, Luke Kang be the because he thought he was like a, por- like a porter or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he throws in the water. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. And for it some is reason, there's a, a bunch twist. of people who are like, like throwing sparks on the dock. For they, I mean, they're just all over the place. People that's, are like that's grinding a big, metal. That's a big part of the Mortal Kombat <laughs> island uh, economy. Yeah, they're they're the. That's mass- before they get onto the. Sparks. That's before they get onto the spooky boat, Gavin. So they're not oh, in okay, Mortal my Kombat bad. yet. Yeah, well, that's what, this, is, this is in Hong Kong. Uh, <laughs> Hong Kong, Thailand. The Thailand, Hong, Hong Kong, Kong. Thailand. <laughs> um, but that ship, I don't think we talked about that. Um, it's a spooky ship. I made one note about it. It yeah, must have an alternate form of uh, <laughs> propulsion because those because sails are thrashed. More Just porous. totally than, uh, gone. Yeah. Piece of coral that's well-loved. I assumed it was on a track because it came in mm-hmm. very smoothly. Mark, it's a magic boat. <laughs> try, it goes try, through try the veil. It's, it's, fu- it's, it's fueled by boat. the various souls yeah. of, that Shao Ka- Shang, Shang Tsung has absorbed over the years. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's Shao got Kong. a ghost army under the ship just like walking. In. No, Shao Kahn's in the second. Which one is it? I <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, I felt like they, they chose Sh- names look, that felt Shang too, felt too similar. <laughs> Yeah. And Chow Cod is 80s icon Brian Thompson. And, yeah, okay. No, I'm wrong about that. He was never in a movie before 1990. <laughs> He's in a movie Word. called The Extendables, which should give you an idea of the type of action hero he is. Extendables? I'm... Yep. That's like, where they like got a, the people like a... who wanted to be in The Extendables, but Sly was like, Is it nah. like a Stretch Armstrong? Yeah, that's all I'm a thinking spin-off? of. It's not. Bling? <laughs> I'd watch that for sure. All right. So what 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 works in this movie for you guys? <laughs> if anything. The fucking um, score, man. Like I like I it mean, even more. That title now. track is incredible. So the title yeah, track, but let's amazing. also shout out like Goro's theme anytime he's on. Like that is some metal. That is this great. It's great. <laughs> I I liked the in the in in the plot for Mortal Kombat had about as much plot as the arcade did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is to say there's none. Maybe more. Which yeah. I felt, yeah, which I felt like that's probably the right amount of plot. I feel like I was just talking about this on my podcast the last episode. Uh, make that song now if you haven't listened to it. Um, wow, nice plug. But, yeah, thank you. But uh, <laughs> I was talking about how, like, I hate it when they make movies based off, like, 30-page books. Uh, with the exception of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Because that's, up, like, that's that, a friggin' home run of a home How run often of a does movie. this happen? What well, I mean, what, you got anything, genre. anything Dr. Seuss, right? Right. And then you've got... The um, Lego movie, also a surprising, same team. Right. But, Where there's like jo- not, not jo- Jordy the and the... Unless you're talking about instruction manuals. There's like the Jordy and the no that's good, exactly very bad, about. horrible, okay. very last day or whatever. I think that's like the, I think that's like the Mormon version. Um... <laughs> but you know, like I, I hate that, and I feel like that's the same thing that video game movies tend to do. Because mm-hmm. especially when there's not a lot in the movie, there's like they just have to 
make up a bunch of stupid shit to make it make sense. Right. Especially, especially things like Mortal Kombat, which just inherently don't make any sense. Yeah, I know I was just shitting on the, the movies before for just, uh, just writing their own things and putting characters in it, but like, there's very what few else are you gonna do? <laughs> video games you could adapt without making a lot of changes. Some more recent, uh, video games are, take more from movies and are cinematic because we're able to do things now that we couldn't mm-hmm. in 1993 when Mortal Kombat 2 came out. Uh, so, you know, the last Tomb Raider adaptation is, uh, like, very inspired by a specific Tomb Raider game and mostly works. Uh, there's an upcoming God of War I'd argue, game. You know, that, well, not, well, well, hold on. <laughs> I love, <laughs> yeah, not I love the, the board plot games. for the board game Battleship. <laughs> yes. It, but, like, it was just awesome. And then I felt like they were really true to it. Um, especially because mm-hmm. the board game Battleship had Rihanna in it also, but I feel like it came out before she was born. So it's the really soundtrack that, I hear in my head. So I don't really know how that sure. works, but um, Ella. A+. Ella. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sage, I interrupted. Under my Miss Ella. Miss Ella. <laughs> you got a hit right there. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> the Clue is a great board game movie. That's true. We're not talking about board game movies. I never started talking about board <laughs> well, game movies. Now I have thoughts am. about modern video game movies. <laughs> I want to tie somewhere together. But yeah, we're able to, and then, like, I don't have super high hopes for the Uncharted one coming out, but it's probably based on, like, a specific game. Um, it's got some better bones to build off in terms of uh, yeah. your, your 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 plots and your character development. So, so like if you're making a plot. Mortal Kombat movie, maybe you <laughs> should make some changes. Maybe you should really well, only have a protagonist and follow on, on their right. journey. Like it doesn't need to be an ensemble. Don't well, assume but, that your audience has played and memorized the games. I feel like you know it would be fun. It, it has to have multiple protagonists because, like, the whole point, like, the whole plot is like rah rah human beings rah rah. We're the best, right? That was like, the other that's theme like the, song. That's yeah. the message. Yeah, it goes mortal humans. <laughs> um, but I feel like you do kind of do have to have a bunch of humans that team up because it's about us like overcoming like these mystical powers. Right. We have to be the champion of like, the earth realm or outworld will invade. Exactly. Like, like, in, like through mortal combat. Through, through what? <laughs> through mortal combat. Mortal combat. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was a journey. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. I feel like I derailed the, <laughs> that's, that's why you're here. I don't work. think this train was ever on, to be honest. Uh, I'm like, like, boats. It wasn't on, yeah, it wasn't on tracks like the boat was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also want to bring up one of my, the, the, the biggest head, head snap in my, in my joy version of watching this movie was like when, and which is the part I remembered is we get to see their version of reptile for this movie. Right. <laughs> which is a gargoyle that, uh, is actually like a chameleon that's like a bad CGI monster. That can inhabit that statues. Inhabits yeah. a statue and turns into I, a green... I yeah, had a cause... note <laughs> as soon as I saw the statues. I was like, pans past statues that will come to life. Yeah. Because they're all like so dramatic. And Yet I... that's the only one. Right, but that is the only one. But it gives you that feeling. 
Yeah. I mean, we've These set up. are going to come to life. We've set up Reptile several times. Uh, if I remember correctly, Shang Tsung <laughs> pauses to give us exposition about another character, and it seems like he's talking to no one, and then Reptile just appears and runs Boom. off, and you get your first little bit of truly right. terrible CGI. You're like, what are these polygons? What is that I'm looking at? And I remember watching this as, as a kid, a couple years after it had come out. Like, I, I watched the first Mortal Kombat after Annihilation was already out on, on VHS or whatever, because I did watch them back to back. And at that point, I didn't notice a strong difference. I hadn't been watching movies long enough to be able to be like, right. oh, these both look terrible, but one of them looks significantly worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the one you would think based on right, timeline right, and technology. Right. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is like 80% ADR. The green screens are noticeable even more. And then they plug in more CGI and they haven't made it any better. Right. No, they definitely, they they swung for the fences. Whereas like the first Mortal Kombat movie kind of played it safe. (laughs) For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um, For a second I thought Goro was computer animation. I was like, oh, that's really good. I was like, oh, no, that's a puppet. No. Yeah, and he looks so much better than anything yeah, else. Yeah, he than, looks than, awesome. Than, than, yeah, no, Goro's which, like, great. Uh, Bur- I, I mean, you guys shed on Baraka in the second one, but like, I think that puppetry, like, that that costume looked pretty great to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of whatever the hell it is. Prosthetic yeah, like, jaw just kind of wiggles. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like flapping around. Yeah, I feel like there's a reason that they don't cut in closer to his face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that uh, K? We're not. I don't, we're not talking about annihilation. Never mind. Well, but what is the function of that cage going down so slowly that Princess Katana's in? Like, why would you design a cage like that? He, like, pulls the lever and it's like... I didn't even know it was going down. I must have looked away for a moment. Is it going down, like, the whole movie? I think movie? that the whole movie, yeah. She <laughs> oh she gets God. out of there and it's just still coming And then down. it goes down really fast when it needs to crush someone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I, it does, doesn't it? The motivation the, is... the Goro, Goro, the lady... <laughs> Lady Goro. Yeah. Right. Lady Goro. Goro. Who I thought I was going to do more in that named. movie. No, she just gets <laughs> yeah. crushed by a big metal cage. Yeah. <laughs> well, she just flexes against our centaur fellow. Yeah, who I didn't realize was a centaur because he has a fucking scorpion tail. Just uh, a real bizarre choice. And his name's not Scorpion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is confused. He, is he actually from Mortal Kombat? I don't, yes. I don't know. Yes, is yes. He? No, okay. he is. I assume cool. like all the characters he, were in three or whatever. Yeah. But that, that was like this. Uh, he was my in favorite in performance certain... in any of the movies. I want. I want to just make make it clear every time. Weird buff centaur scorpion man is You're... on screen. My attention is. He's in having the a movie. good time. Yeah. He really reminded me of like uh, Dave Grohl's portrayal of Satan in the <laughs> yes. Tenacious D movie. Very much so. I'm the devil. I can do what I want. So I, I want to get into. I know you've got a breakdown of every fight in these movies, and uh, I do. Some rather, of them are very, very long. Some of them are very, very short. <laughs> rather than going into a full play by play, I just want to talk about them a little bit in general. Um, most of them are really bad and yeah, really surprisingly boring. boring. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's. I would. I want to shout out two of them that I thought were actually kind of good. Yes. Which I'm is, curious if they're the we, same too. Well, so the Scorpion fight in Elseworld has the best production design yes. in terms of, like, it looks amazing. And then he also and the goes, fighting he goes, come down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we yeah. get all the classic, we get all the classic lines. Yeah. Um, it's as much as you could after, want from Scorpion unless you were going to actually, like, follow him as a character and learn his motivation and uh, follow the most a, interesting character in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I did uh, um, have a note about that. I said, imagine how deadly Scorpion could be after the cataract surgery. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> right. he it's has also... those like weird misty eyes. Yeah, because he's uh he's under wizard power. Because <laughs> he's a scorpion. And then he rips off his face. No, because Sub Zero doesn't have the misty eyes. He does. He doesn't. When they're first introduced. Go back and watch. When they're first I'm introduced. I'm not going yes. to. <laughs> but uh, during the fight scene, he does not. Especially after like that intro of him where he's like hunting. Is it Liu Kang? I forget who he's hunting. But like you just see him around a tree and then you get the bad CGI of his mm-hmm. weird little. Yeah. I thought it was chains, but it's like a little plant monster. I described I them as, a, a, yeah. as dune worms. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and I said, uh, goes walk with, I said, walk with no rhythm, Johnny. <laughs> and again, uh, right into we... at still good pod if you understand that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other the other fight scene in the first movie that I thought was actually good was surprisingly the reptile scene after he finally that's inhabits. The, that's the best fight, right? It looks and it's really like, and it make, and it doesn't need to be there. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it, it's it's so surprising that like it's right after two very silly bad CGI things that you get like two decent fight scenes. Still, I mean, yeah. So- I wonder what these movies would have looked like if they had a. I don't know if it's the choreographer's fault, the lack of talent of the performers, in terms of their. Uh, you know, I'm obviously not talking about their acting abilities, which is flawless. Yes. Um, flawless but- victory. <laughs> they have some limitations when it comes to choreography, or is it the cinematography, where, which is also pretty lifeless? Although, whoa, whoa, whoa. every time <laughs> we get the POV of someone getting hit. Mm-hmm. I love how like the amount of times that the camera is kicked in the face is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, when he's like there's some great like bicycle kicks during that UV stuff. Yeah, scene. how I mean, are you gonna call cinemat- that cinematography lifeless when there are so many Dutch angles? <laughs> <laughs> you that know, camera is any angle it wants to be. <laughs> yeah, that, it does put too much fuck. salt in a You're movie. Like, Wait it just a second, I thought like this salt. room was the other direction. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the two the two fights that I had kind of picked out. Um the whole say, world fight, I wanna shout out like two things. My two favorite the bamboo. scorpion moments, <laughs> the choreography. Yes, when they're in the bamboo and Johnny Cage is just looking around trying to figure out what Scorpion is, and he fucking cartwheels into frame. That will stick with it. Just out of bamboo, and the music starts right there. It's the hardest I laughed in the movie. I laughed a lot like that in the second it's movie. It's a good for time. It's a good time. Yeah. And uh, I also, just, I just want... oh, the, uh, the the second half of that, once they go to the other realm and fighting, actually has some use of their environment. It's got right. Johnny yeah. Cage doing Jim... Have you guys seen Jim Cotta? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we need to do a Jim Cotta episode is that, is that Jim? Is that Jim Belushi's, like, martial arts? We gotta watch Jim Cotta at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Do an episode. Uh, yeah, so we Johnny Cage like is doing his Jim Cotta routine and like going up through bars and it's kind of dumb, but it's, it's fun. He does one move where he, he jumps around a pole and comes back and kicks pole force. But that's, that's an environment that has skulls and weapons and bars yeah. to do Fire. stuff in and they actually use it. Whereas I feel most of this movie, and if I'm gonna be honest, most action movies at this time, like hand to hand martial art American films, uh, they figure out the choreography before they go into the space. Right. And you take you, this the movies is not ten Jackie, years later. Jackie Chan, yeah, Jackie Chan, and Jet Li, and like all, all the movies coming out of Thailand, China, Hong Kong, <laughs> uh, are are using the environments a lot more. They're walking into the space that they're going to shoot, and then they're choreographing based on that. And like, what destructive environments can we? 
okay, if there's a wall, maybe we smash some heads on. And if you jump 10 years later, American movies are, are doing this a lot more. So Right. And to be fair, this movie does put a lot of people through walls. It does put a lot of people through walls. Yeah. I think partly because, like, it, Mortal Kombat's the game where you uppercut people to the next floor and you kick them through walls, right? I'm sure they all I don't do know that if now. By, at this point, yeah, I think I that was, like, Mortal Kombat 4... And this is this is Mortal Kombat three era. I bet you start. I, it's it's interesting. It Let's look into it. Let's look into it. All right. <laughs> I did. I did want to just note on the reptile fight. I had a, I had a couple notes about it. Of course you um, did. Namely, how it starts because I feel like it's very weird, confusing, and it, and it kind of <laughs> it shows you how bad. out of and it shows you how out of place in the movie it is. It's like completely shoehorned in. Um, so I've got here. It says Kang versus reptile fight twenty eight. <laughs> After discovering that CGI reptile was following them, Kang grabs him and throws him into the chest of a statue. This is just an open chest right. in a statue that's there on the ground for some reason. Yeah, for, for plot feels, reasons. Right, and he throws him there. And so, and, and then it appears uh, <laughs> like reptile is trapped in the chest. Right, it says it, it throws him into the chest of the statue, uh, which comes to life as reptile. As you remember from the game, it's just a green version of Scorpion in Sub-Zero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was really wondering if they had just used the same actor for all of them. Turns out they did not. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I just well, they all have they separate credits. I know. It seems like they, a waste. Yeah, they would have yeah, only had to I pay. Don't, they they could have gotten some better CGI, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, but I mean, there, there are scenes where they have, like, 20 background ninjas just standing around. So they're not just using the same person, even though it's all masked. You I, you mean background bro ninjas? Yeah. Can we touch on that? Like, how Goro's entire following is just, like, a bunch of, like, bros? It's just the yeah, extras from 300. <laughs> yeah. Well, but they they're are all wearing... All obviously down with masking, which I thought was, like, kind of progressive <laughs> for the time. There's... <laughs> There is one, there is one background guy who is wearing a, a cutoff flannel t-shirt. So it's like a flannel vest. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is wearing like, yeah, it's just, there's just one super nineties grunge bro. And the rest of them are like kind of at least trying to fit. Right. They have the, like the masks on and they have the yeah. whole, the whole get up leather and whatnot. Um. <laughs> I want to quickly shout out a, a little bit of a props to at least the the fight scenes got better in Annihilation. I would argue on on total. Oh, just like like A to B yeah. choreography. We've got we've got yes, not we've got necessarily two good fight do scenes. I give a shit what's happening? Do I understand no. what's happening? And by the time we get into animalities, like I mean, it's hard to look. It it, it it's weird how. So, I don't, I don't know, man, cause even like the climax of that movie, where they're all fighting right. their own villain, those were That's fucking bad. horrendous. Yeah. But like the, the robot ninjas early on, pretty fun. The one where oh, with the, Jax, the predator ninja. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those were pretty great. The predator cash in ninja. And, and there is something, it was hard to look away from, so again, we've, we've, um, alluded to the giant CGI battle at the end of Annihilation, where Shao Kahn turns into, kind of like a King Ghidorah style thing and Liu Kang turns into a dragon and it almost <laughs> it almost feels like Jason the Argonauts or like one of those like old Ray Harryhausen pictures where you've got those kind of beautiful uh stop motion monsters mm-hmm. but like it lacks any of the it doesn't look imp- it doesn't you, you can't see the worksmanship but it still feels weird and off and slow so it's like the inverse quality of the yeah. <laughs> Ray Harryhausen films. Mm-hmm. It's hard to It's like it's a strange perversion of a thing that you would like, <laughs> yeah. is what you're saying. 
Exactly. That's my, oh it's my like, god, that is my review. Uh, I'm letterboxing that of the Mortal movies. Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. It's a version like of a thing I liked. <laughs> adjacent to something that I might like. Yeah, they're, they're weirdly exhausting. Is by the end of the second movie, I've, I have not felt so burnt out in quite some time. Can we talk about how, yes. where, where, where you guys think Scorpion stores the like 300 feet of dune worm? <laughs> Do you know how long arm? your intestines are? Like, your intestine is, out yeah, that's, that's just yeah, his, but those like, are just his poop okay, things. so, but he already has all, I mean, I'm presuming that he pee, pee, poo, poo, um, well, actually, well, by the way, by too. the way they walk, I, I feel like, he is just a I feel like Scorpion and Sub-Zero are constantly holding in a shirt. <laughs> well, okay, so, they look, have that weird, like, look, really, uh, Scorpion uh, rips off his face fart. and reveals he's just a skeleton. Right? Right. So With we can trainers. safely assume that all of that spear shit is just where there would normally be organs. You can it's like just bones and then there's like a like a coil of so does mm-hmm. it get like tangled in there or is it like no. magically detangled? Yes. Where are we going? Where are we going with this? <laughs> I answered think? it. No one yes. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm so sorry guys. Christ, As you were. <laughs> No mystery here. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, as I've watched, we'll say conservatively, 400 more action films since the first time I've seen Mortal Kombat, uh, the choreography is just not as good as I remember, which is, is, is a bummer. And what did you guys think about the first fight? Liu Kang versus Stickfella. Versus it set the bar. It's yeah, the no, first, it's, it's exactly the that forgettable the movie. And there's like stick fella comes out. He's got a stick. Luke Kang comes out. He's got a stick. They immediately yeah. put the sticks down. You know what the problem right. is, Mark? The problem is that I didn't uh, write down every time that there was a fight in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I feel I like that's the most important part, right? It's po- the, it is podcasting is, I just wrote down, 101 I wrote down stage, the combat you know. part. There's a kind of fun <laughs> combat between... Um, Liu Kang and uh, another, I don't know if they gave this person a name, but another black man whose name I forgot on the beach. Uh, who's... That's Stickfella. I think you guys are talking about the same fight. That's Stickfella. No, that's Stickfella. <laughs> that's Stickfella. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't yeah. the first fight in the movie. That's the first that's the first fight in the Mortal Kombat, yeah. Oh, in yeah. the actual Mortal Kombat, not in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Correct, correct. Because you got yeah, Johnny I'm Cage only, versus I'm only the chronicling. I'm only chronicling things within the combat. No, no, I kind of like... Which that's I actually, chronicled... That's something I remember from the first time I saw the movie. Like, that's, for some reason, that's been what, what stuck with me. I think it's like he Stickman like, does some cool moves there. He does some cool moves, but, like, not as many stick-based cool moves as you would think. Sure, sure. <laughs> Which I kind of was like, why do you have a stick, dude? Well, that's another thing, is, like, they're not, like, setting it up for environments and, and weapons. <laughs> like, they're on a beach, but I, does does, right. does anyone kick sand into anybody's sand eyes? Like, right. why even right. set right. it on a beach? So. Does anyone try right. to drown anyone else in the water? No, yeah, there's no waves crashing yeah. in, or, yeah, it's like... <laughs> this is also the introduction of this movie's version of ending a fight, is someone gets knocked down and they just don't get up very fast. Because it's a PG-13 yep. and then, movie. <laughs> and then Shansung, Shansung Did you just walks say over... PG-13? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> And then Shansung walks over and sucks their soul out via bad CGI. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote, uh, took his bones. Yeah. Because then that one, it's like he turns, like, you see his bones, and then he sucks up the bones. And you're like, that was weird. Is my soul bones? So, Food when Liu Kang... Is my soul bones. <laughs> Mark Van Agelen. <laughs> when Liu Kang frees his brother from Shansung's soul prison... <laughs> Mm-hmm. How'd that make you guys feel? Did it, did that, did it, did it pull those heartstrings that they were trying to? I've... Well, it made me feel empty, Gavin. 
<laughs> it honestly made me feel pretty happy because I was like, well, now the movie really has to be ending pretty soon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, I mean, should we get into, I, I feel like we should just give our final, I'm not trying to rush us along, is, we can get back to things, oh, but should yeah. we say our final judgments on, on like, is this, is this still good? It was this ever good? <laughs> was right. this better yeah. as a memory? Well, Joe, do, do you have good memories of this movie? We'll talk a little bit more Should we that. kick it into the spike pit and suck its soul out, but like Just leave it bones. in Shanks on this yeah. prison? <laughs> yeah, you're like I'll, we'll take all the souls except for that one. All right. So, <laughs> so what what are we what are we officially doing as our criteria? Is is this still good? Is it's it better as a memory? Should we memory. punch it in the balls and run away until it's time to kick it off a cliff? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I like, um, yeah, like the most anticlimactic ending to what what should have been like the best fight in the movie. Honestly, no, I'm a fan. That's Indiana Jones just shooting that was the guy. Actually, it's... I forgot. Yeah, that that uh, that would be included. There were three good fights in that well, movie. I feel like it's, it's Indiana Jones shooting the guy if uh, Indiana if Jones he was an spent awful half the actor. Time. Also, and he had to climb a cliff halfway through yeah. that moment. <laughs> he had to climb a cliff, reload his gun, and then shoot him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't actually have good memories of this movie aside from like moments. This plays better as a YouTube, like three minute recap video. Uh, I, I never speak of it again feels a little harsh to me, mm-hmm. but it's not better as a memory cause it wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't remember it being that good. It's, it's not a good movie. I would, I don't, it's hard to even recommend putting this on in the background of a party or like just to have on aesthetically because it's not it's not enough like it's almost there uh, at least annihilation in the corner of your eye is a fun movie that's <laughs> what i would say <laughs> if you weren't actually watching it you'd be like man i should kind of look at that someday and you'd be wrong <laughs> but, <laughs> right. incorrect <laughs> so yeah i guess i'm leaning towards this is my first never speak of again on this podcast oh my wow. god wow it's not a it's not a good series of movies. I hope. That well, the no, new we movie are just we are just doing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> when we're giving our judgment right now, we are just talking about the first movie. Want to make that clear? Yeah. Okay. I would say the second Annihilation. I, I'm going to bring in again because it at least showed some promise after the first movie finished. Where I'm like, all right, this is batshit, but then it it winds up being confusing and boring too. I I I, I want to like these movies, but I don't. All right. Someone else speak. I'm sad. Now. Um. I, I'll go. I'll go. I want to remember this movie as the the way I watched it when it was like 2014, and I was a lot younger, and I was really high, and I was like, "This is a great fucking movie." That's how I want to. So better as a memory for me. I should have um, done drugs, I guess. Yeah, because I felt like when I I thought that was a great movie up until I watched it today, <laughs> and now I I don't. So, <laughs> better as a memory. Okay. Uh, God, so much of me wants to be spiteful now and give it a still good. Here's the thing. I love this movie <laughs> so much. And uh, when I watched it last night, I was high. And I wasn't doing quite a, quite a bit of it. But, like, there were so many moments that I was, like, psyched for and had built up in my memory. Then they came and I was like, oh. <laughs> and These then guys are just kind of flailing around. That happened where I was like, yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were other moments yeah. where I was like, oh, good, this isn't as racist as I expected it to be. 
So, <laughs> that's like, Raiden like, sure. shows up and he's a white guy. I'm like, I'm expecting it to be real bad. And it doesn't go beyond, like, well, there is, there is a white god and that's problematic, but he's not, like, demanding Chinese people bow to him. Right. So, right. Yeah, no, he's overall a pretty chill guy. Uh, but it's, I still. Yeah, he just likes humans. I still get hyped for it. I've, here's the thing. You say there's, <laughs> you say it's never speak of again. This is not the last time in my life I'm gonna watch right. Mortal Kombat. No, and I, it probably won't be for me yeah. either. Like, again, that, that I'll is a harsher, <laughs> that's a harsher thing than I want to say. It's just like, to me, that's kind of the best of the three categories for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And I have to give it's, it. It's honestly, in ways it's better than I remember it. <laughs> But it's still really bad. Uh, I, yeah, no, I, I objectively have to put it as uh, it's better as a memory because yeah, that's a perfect encapsulation of my experience watching it. And we'll talk about the second movie a little a little bit more because that fits in that, that fits into a weird space where like that's an objectively worse movie. But sure. I would love to watch it at the Alamo Draft House at midnight and like develop develop way things to throw at the screen in certain moments mm-hmm. and like ways to yell and interact with the movie. I'm I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna save some annihilation thoughts because I need to know what Mark thinks. I feel like with annihilation it's like it's really About weird because the there's first not, movie and your I know I, I I just I mean I mean I'm just gonna say it for a second and then then we can put a pin in it. Fair. But the thing about Annihilation is not a lot of sequels pick up exactly where the first movie ended. <laughs> right. This is what I wanted to say more than anything, so we'll just we'll just say it now. <laughs> Annihilation picks up two point three seconds after the first one ends, and everyone is recast except for two people. <laughs> yeah, there's I a, know. There's a different range. What happened to you? Uh, there's a different Johnny Cage, who I was kind of shocked because I've just been watching uh, a series the last couple days. I thought it the was the same guy. Days. He's it's only not. in it for five he seconds. Do- well, he doesn't have a line and he dies. I don't think you can spoil <laughs> something that happens in the first five seconds of a movie. <laughs> I was shocked though. I was, I was shocked, I was like, but I also like, oh, I had So a, nobody's gonna get punched in the balls in this movie? But I've been watching Aww. that specific actor so much in the last week on a show called Patriot, uh, and I'd never seen him in anything else, and then suddenly here he is. And he's like an actual qualified martial artist, and they just, they just kill him off. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Sonya Blade is different, which, by the way, mm-hmm. Sonya Blade was supposed Not- to be Cameron Diaz. But she dropped out at the last oh, second. That's a good. Wow. Good they for could her. have been one lasting star in that movie. Yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, but now and you the first Charlie's one wasn't Angel it? Instead. Veronica Vaughn. Isn't that who plays? Uh, it's like the, I, I it's the lady no from idea. Billy Madison. I'm pretty sure, like the teacher, Bridget Wilson. Right. Was, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That Veron- that Sonia Blade is one piece of ace. I know from experience. Fighting her in martial arts. Well, you I did love... it. You managed to squeeze it a Billy Madison quote on a podcast. Thank you. Um, I love uh... Mortal Kombat. It's still good. Mortal Kombat. It's still good. It's no. It's it, it's not. It, I will watch it again. That's why I didn't like <laughs> condemn it to the fucking bowels. Of right. Like, you said better as a memory. It's a yeah. fun movie to watch still because it is just devoid of any real plot. Or character development, which just leaves a lot of room for interpretation, which I really liked. Yeah, um, it's a think, it's a thinker's film. <laughs> it's a thinker's film. It's like Donnie Darko. Uh, exactly, exactly. Or uh, Inception. Mm-hmm, it, like Inception. Did you guys see Inception? It's like so deep. I'm sorry, I didn't. So I didn't. Nolan's I didn't hear you Mortal right. Kombat. It's so deep. But what word? What word were you saying? It was too quiet. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 
Okay, twist. Well, now we've got the constipated version of it. Um, just to lay I, over. And not to beat the um, reptile scene with a dead into horse into the ground. Because um, it is, like, probably the the greatest scene in that movie as far as, like, a fight scene goes. Um, but an uh, observation – it's by far the one that I've written the most about as well. Um, <laughs> because an observation I had about that scene was this is Reptile's first moments in human form. Before this, and he's only. only been a reptile. Yeah. And he is just kicking the shit out of this seasoned martial artist. That's like a baby – like kicking the shit out of Liu Kang. It doesn't make any I sense. Think, I feel like Reptile has inhabited many statues in his life. Uh, it's just what he does. He's like, this yeah. is it, offer. guys. I know how to kung fu. Even though I'm actually just a statue with a reptile well, and a whole bunch of bugs like, and dirt in it. Shanks, what was that part about too? Reptile. I don't know. I don't I know like, if this is a nit you should pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, but what, what's with the bugs and dirt? Explain that part to me. He's one of those boogeymans from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You got me there. He's the anti-Santa. That's just, that's that's just the... science. <laughs> so um, there's a lot yeah. of the movies that, that we review. Um, a thing that I really like to think about is what, what happened to everyone involved? <laughs> this is especially like three digits. And we're not going to go through the list and, and, and Please. go out with with their whole film is plenty. I just think it's it's fascinating that a movie that does have this big of a footprint, none of the like if anything this is the end of some people's career. The who's the who's the <laughs> biggest actor in this first movie? It's Highlander. Yeah. It's yeah, Christopher yeah, yeah. Lambert. I liked him a lot more than the guy they replaced him with. Who's also a great actor, not in this. James Remar, Dexter's dad. But but he's not yeah, he's definitely way better not as rated. <laughs> right. I would make that claim <laughs> for anyone. <laughs> yeah. There is a there is a strange charm to Raiden in the first movie that I do not understand. Yeah. I think mean, it's just the way he is delivering his lines is both It's Christopher Lambert sounds like a goddamn space alien all the time. He's yeah. actually <laughs> American. But he, he was like, like grew he up would... in Switzerland and like went to acting school in France. It is mostly in French films, and then got to be in Highlander. And then has have you seen yeah. his Beowulf? It's fucking crazy. If you like him as rated, you will love Beowulf, which is a terrible fucking. <laughs> so movie. I haven't, I haven't seen Highlander. Oh shit, that's got some fun action in it. I would say just watch the um, non-director's cut version. Okay, okay, because the director's cut's far too long. <laughs> uh, Russell, yeah. <laughs> yeah i made the mistake of the first time i watched that movie i watched the director's cut and i was like oh my god but kill me i wish they cut my head off <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta look up your letterbox sometime <laughs> but you know who did get a big two people who got big careers out of this movie uh the first is paul w.s anderson the worst great director I can think he's of. He's related he's to P.T. Anderson, right? He's actually not. He is related oh, to Mila They're not Jovovich. like brothers? Our husband's related oh, to us. I don't know if that's how it works. I, I think that's I think not the word that's that weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're I mean, they can oh, we're married. We're related. Yeah. <laughs> it's not encouraged, yeah. I would and argue. And Paul W.S. Anderson's made a whole career out of video game movies. Video game adaptations. Yeah, because aside yeah. from this one, he did not direct the second one, but he did make Resident Evil and uh, right. the, the 2008 just... Death Race movie. Here's the thing. Even the non-video game movie 
Paul W. Sanderson ones that feel like video games. Yeah. I feel like, uh, Monster Hunter, he did Resident Evil was like something that would have been so easy to bullseye as a movie just using the content that was already there. Right. Well, that's another and movie it's that. Like, why? Okay, but now we're going like <laughs> underneath the mansion where all the interesting stuff is into this lab that's like from any other fucking movie. Right. You're like, why is this happening? And it's weird because Resident Evil is often one of the ones, the first one that's held up as like, well, this isn't a terrible video game adaptation alongside Mortal Kombat. Uh, and I think it's because the bar's so goddamn low for video right. game adaptations that those are the two that came through. Where if you were going to name your hundred favorite action movies, neither of these would be on them. <laughs> Sadly. Um, I like the original, they should have kept the original actors from the cutscene at the starting of Resident Evil where they're like, what's that? Blood! <laughs> There's like a puddle of blood on the ground. That's like the only part of Wesker's like, blood! It's the best fucking uh, voice acting in any video game ever. Just that one moment. Yeah. So I needed one thing. I needed to give blah. a shout out to to Paul W. Sanderson. I can't I can't erase that because he has made a lot of movies I really love. He made Event Horizon. Well, that's that's and exactly Soldier so. That came out in Alien versus so, Predator. Oh, I should have stopped. So okay. Event Horizon is AVP one of is classic. I do like that movie. One of very few like... movies that. Event Horizon's one of very few movies that I would actually love to see a director's cut that we don't have one of. Yes. And we'll never get it. Compared to, maybe 97 was a rough movie. Because I, I do wonder if Annihilation would have been more watchable with a different cut. I wonder if it's It's like, just confusing. Maybe it's like two movies. Like the Snyder cut. cut smashed together. Yeah. I don't, I don't want, that's not worth it. No, no. <laughs> but, but I would love to have seen an Event Horizon movie. There's nothing else Paul W.S. Anderson's done that you mentioned that I Death Race is fun. Love. Uh, three, his Three Musketeers <laughs> has, like, them all fighting on a, on a flaming dirigible that's collapsing. Which it's a fun movie. Three Musketeers? It's called The Three sure. Musketeers. It came well, out I know, the but there's, like, decade. I feel like there's at least more than one. It's the one with, uh, well, obviously Mila Jovovich is in it because she's in all of them. Oh, that's and, like the, it's like 2013 uh, maybe or 2012. Yeah. I did. That is a fun ass. It's a movie. fun ass movie. He makes yeah. fun ass movies for the most part. Yeah. Sometimes they're goddamn terrible. <laughs> he came back to Resident Evil, just made a couple more. But the other person whose career took off because of Mortal Kombat, I'm excited to share this with you guys. Do you know who Robin Shaw's stuntman was? No, of course you don't. Why would I? Even... Sorry, what very leading question. Question is that? It's Tony Shaw. <laughs> oh yeah, we wouldn't. I mean. I'm not gonna like say we wouldn't have Tony Jaw movies if not for Mortal Kombat Annihilation, <laughs> but like this, that was his first. I don't know if it's his first one. Look, Tony Jaw was Robin Shaw's stuntman, and Robin Shaw is Luke. Yes, King. he's the okay. Be Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> you didn't see Beverly Hills Ninja? I I have. I love a good Chris Farley. Film. Yeah, well, he is. He is. Yeah. The, he's the Asian side. Chris Farley. He's the Kato. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Jaa was Chris Farley's stuntman. He's, yeah, stunt double, which is very confusing when you watch the movie because you're like, wait a second, what? All <laughs> I right. don't understand anything that's happened. So this is normally the time where we do our reboot section and picks, pick, pitch uh, more some more Mortal Kombat. But the thing is, we've had so much more Mortal Kombat since Mortal Kombat Annihilation. We've had... Eight video games and a bunch of, like, spin-offs that aren't in the main series. We had a really good web series um, 
that kind of hit what I wanted. And more importantly, we have a new movie that can comes out in two days. I'm guessing because I don't know specifically when we'll put this out or if they'll delay Mortal Kombat again. But there's another goddamn Mortal Kombat movie. Which I'm out. pretty excited about. Yeah. Wow, what if it was called that? Another goddamn Mortal yeah. Kombat movie? Which I, and then at the bottom it says, which I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the subscript. Yeah. That's just the, uh, the, the, the pull quote. <laughs> I'm pretty excited <laughs> about this movie. I'm pretty excited. Uh, why so, are you excited about it? I don't know, it looks like, I watched the preview, I was like, this looks like this could actually be a good, like a decent movie. It's yeah, weird how when like when I'm when I'm when I'm <laughs> Thank pitched a Mortal Kombat movie, all I want is for Sub Zero to turn someone into ice right. and then shatter them, and Scorpion to say "Get over here." I feel like that feels like the bar that people need to clear, and clearly it wasn't enough. Why did you, yeah, Why didn't you like Mortal Kombat? That both those things happen. <laughs> I feel like with Scorpion, it's like. Uh, in the first battle you see him in in that movie, he, like, just fucking freezes some guy who's running at him and shatters him. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's pretty badass. And then he just, like, doesn't ever really try to freeze Liu Kang in well, the Well, he fight. tries, but it's, he, well, it's At the mistake. very end, he tries. <laughs> after, like, ten minutes of tussling around. And you're like, why? And he does why? it in slow motion. Because, again, that movie is... Surprisingly, and slow then for... and then it's like, whoa! Luckily, Raiden left some soup over here that I can throw at him. <laughs> Woo! Like, yeah, what if it been soup? <laughs> that was what I was imagining the entire Toss time. The chowder. He has he has the ladle that he like drink drink some soup out of Raiden, and then he puts those down, which nobody clocks him on. <laughs> Why are you leaving that water there? Thank God there was some Thai curry left around. <laughs> Why are you leaving this so uh, what, spicy minestrone here? <laughs> Hit him with the masa yeah. then. What, what's what's going to make this movie a good movie? All right. Well, let's let's be optimistic Completely and right. think that it's going to be. So here's 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 what Mortal Kombat could have done to be a lot better, and it's follow around Scorpion and Sub Zero because those characters. Not to get <laughs> too deep into Mortal Kombat lore. Because, holy shit, that's a slippery slope. There's so much that happens in those games. It's so much of it is bullshit. But Sub-Zero and Scorpion are from ancient enemy clans. And there's always a thing where Scorpion has killed Sub-Zero or vice versa. Part of this is that I don't know, but a lot of the time is like, oh, there's the brother of one character. It's an endless cycle of revenge. That part in Annihilation where... Sub-Zero comes into the movie for, like, 30 seconds, and then he's killed by Scorpion, and Scorpion never comes back. Yeah. Like, you just kind of see who, his, Scorpion like... Scorpion, who fucking... died in the first goddamn movie. <laughs> right. They both did. Yeah. yeah so I like, think it's oh, both I'm, brothers. Brothers. So I'm forced to assume yeah. that it's his brother. So don't make it Scorpion's that brother. complicated, but uh, I would just <laughs> watched um, a movie that I didn't know existed until last week. It's called Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge, which is... That's <laughs> a terrible goddamn title. It's way too wordy. It's not no, great, yeah. Um, it's on HBO Max because it's Warner Brothers animation. I started watching it like uh, I watched about three and a half minutes. Yeah, so you're pumped because it's violent as shit and like it's yeah. following an interesting story. But I mean, not to I'm not going to spoil the rest of that movie for you or anybody else. But it's basically the same plot as the Mortal Kombat movie. It's just better. Yeah, which movie? The Mortal Mortal Kombat. Um, uh, is this thing on Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That movie. 
I got shy. I didn't want to scream Mortal Kombat in my room. I have a roommate. <laughs> I know. I have, like, neighbors, and uh, yeah, I'm sure they can hear me uh, anytime I'm in here being a fucking Anytime you idiot. yell out Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah, which is often. Watch every time I climb, every time I climax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, see, I yell Annihilation, so I feel you. I go, flawless victory. I mean, yelling get over here is part of my <laughs> there is get a, over here. There is a part in Annihilation that made me giggle where he, uh, Shao Kahn yells, finish her. So that's what <laughs> <Yeah>. I yell. <laughs> just good advice. Yeah. 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 It's just, just like the right, the right thing to do. Also, I only <laughs> fuck with Mortal Kombat on the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, you can't get, you right. can't get your strokes right uh, otherwise. Yeah, but follow like a Scorpion Sub-Zero story. And I see both those people. I see them fighting. Um, so it's that sort of, uh, I'm not going to say grounded or, or realistic, and I hesitate to say gritty, but it looks like they're taking what I liked about the web series and developing that. Kind of a and, Christopher like, Nolan Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's, well, probably not. But they're respecting the action part of it. Yeah. Right, the choreography is really ninety nine percent of anything Mortal Kombat. If 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 instead of like three of twelve fight scenes being good, just all of them were yeah. good, those first two movies would have been so much right. better. They would have been fine movies <laughs> that are fun to watch. Yeah. Yes, and there is a moment in the trailer where uh, Sub Zero gets a little bit of blood off a guy, and then turns that blood into a bloodsicle and stabs him. So I feel like they know mm. what I want. They kind of they kind of get yeah, the character they understand now. That's the, the development that you wanted. I think realistically, they could have just like well, I guess they would have had to go for the R rating, but they could have gotten more fatalities yeah. in there. Sure, because that's like yeah. what you play Mortal Kombat for in general. Yeah, I want to see someone's head ripped off and their spine right, still attached. Exactly. Which I know is uh, speaking of early video games. Just a shout out to Marathon, uh, classic one of Bungie's classic first Bungie. games. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, I want to see some. I want to see some skulls with a spine still attached, but not the rest of the body. Yeah, me too. That's all I want. You have said uh, that before. <laughs> yeah, and I want like the trailer got me hyped for for the movie for sure. But watching this incredibly violent, like maybe Castlevania inspired, like the the, the Netflix mm-hmm. series, just like that level of violence. I didn't realize how much I wanted to see, especially animated movies like that. Like I hope they make a God of War like that. It, it felt like that. It felt like the God of War version of of a Mortal Kombat animated movie. It's very good. That is is one of many recommendations I'm I'm about to give. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts about the movie that's coming up? I, I'll admit that like one yeah. thing that does work for me in these movies is um, I like Luke Cage as a threat right no, name. That's that's no, Luke Cage from Marvel. Johnny Cage. You combine like Luke Cage, Cage world... and Johnny Cage. Yeah. Yeah. But Liu Kang, like, understands the destiny, which makes it kind of boring. I like the people who are just confused. Both Sonya and Johnny Cage not knowing what's going on, to me, is something that I do want to see in these movies. I I love the confusion. I don't want to see one thing that happens a lot in in these stories and, like, other Mortal Kombat mediums, which is Johnny Cage just thinks he's in a movie for most of the movie, because that's a dumb joke. Right, no, I don't want that. Yeah. You know, you know what I, I want? The, where's my of, agent? Get me out of here! Like yeah. a like a pretty bullshit plot point. Um, so so Sonia Sonia Blade, Sonya. Ba- right? Badass name. She's obviously like a trained law enforcement professional as well as a martial arts expert, she's some sort of cop. And all of a sudden, at the end, she's like, 
a fucking damsel in distress. Like you yeah. just see, she's like, oh, I'm wearing a mini skirt and, and this, the bad guy, he's just pulling me by the arm and I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Even though no, I'm the fucking martial arts expert. Made it even more confusing. Nice and dress. you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like why, yeah. why do you feel you have to do this? This felt, if that felt really offensive. Yeah. It was, it was, like the that was the only part where I was like, like my sensibility. Yeah. I, I was, it's a hard, like, balancing act to really t- tell this tale when half of your characters are, are mortal earthlings and half of them are some sort of god. <laughs> some of them are literally right. gods, but, like, I'm also gonna put Goro in the god category or just, like, people that are basically unkillable and that maybe Luke A could shoot fireballs, you know? I don't, I don't know how right. to balance that out and, like, make reasonable stakes of stuff. Uh, hopefully they do a better job <laughs> in, in this new one. I'd love to see, uh, if we're just talking reboots in general, I'd love to see them do, like, a, a good Max Payne movie. Because oh, sure. I feel like that wouldn't be hard. I forgot the there materials... was a Max Payne movie. <laughs> right, exactly. Because it's so bad. It's like the source material's there. there. It's like Mark the movie... Wahlberg. Right. Right. It as, a, as an just FBI agent. Because everybody knows it should have been uh, Timothy Oliphant, because he just looks like Max Payne. Well, he is Hitman. So... Right, which was a fucking terrible <laughs> casting really decision. <laughs> Yeah, um, Hitman Two had a had a better casting choice, but that movie's the most forgettable. I can't remember a goddamn thing about it other than like right. the 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 CIA guy from Homeland plays Agent Forty Seven. But if they took I... like just the plot from like the first or second Max Payne game, probably the second one because it's much better, you could make a just a great fucking movie out of that. I don't know why they don't do that when they make video game movies. I want to say specifically mentioning video game movies, adaptations, and offensive uh, sensibilities. Mark, do you remember seeing the adaptation of Postal at the Casper Theater? Of course, I remember. We've done this whole podcast and no one's mentioned Uwe Boll. (laughs) That's the that's the the the, we we've met on uh, on Steam. My uh, on Steam, my picture, like my user avatar picture, is me getting punched in the face by him. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah, like I, we posed for a picture, and I'm like acting like I'm getting punched, and he's punching me. Oh, so and you, he's just like smiling at the camera, totally hamming it up. It's amazing. You didn't just accept it's one pr- of the many invitations from Uwe Boll to fight him in the ring. <laughs> no, we didn't open things. up with critiques, so he, he didn't would, challenge us. He yeah. would win, also. Be like, sure. Mark, I, wasn't I saw your letterbox review of Postal. <laughs> Meet me in the ring. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I don't, I don't know how well that has aged, yeah. but I had a damn oh, good time it was watching Postal. Super fun going there and like do, doing it. Well, like everyone was there, like the soup Nazi yeah. was there. Yep. And uh, like whoever that main character guy is, who don't, I don't know what the actor's name is. Yeah. But. No, I don't. I couldn't name anybody. Just the Soup Nazi was the soup biggest, Nazi. biggest yeah. star in that movie, and he plays uh, Osama bin Laden. If <laughs> he does. Yeah. it's a very Who, classy uh, movie. Skips, awesome movie. Skips through the the, skips the first the daisies scene with of that Bush. film is in the cockpit of like the first plane to hit the World Trade Center, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's like, like it, it, it's a fucking bold move for sure. Bold move. And I, it's I don't know. If, I don't know if twenty twenty or twenty twenty yeah. plus me can comment on it. Uh, whether I, like, I need to see it again to, to really uh, yeah. pass it. I'm afraid to. That, that's right, what I'm afraid to revisit. I'm not going to go on record saying <laughs> for, against anything. Cause I, I really, gonna, I'm going to need to see that again. 
<laughs> I've only seen two Uwe Boll movies. I watched In the Name of the King because I wanted to see basically everything Jason Statham has done, and uh, 90% mm -hmm. of the time that's not a huge disappointment. That movie's garbage. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. Surprisingly delightful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you're surprised by that. <laughs> it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but like, it shocks me when people don't like that movie. I don't understand why it's that different. I, I watched it and I was like, oh, this is... Yeah. This is, this is good. fun. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that it doesn't have Vin Diesel mumbling family in it. Is that what oh, people fucking, really want from those fucking movies? All right. We we replaced as it a, as a, a, as a society. Honest. We replaced Vin Diesel with The Rock a long time ago. Get over it. <laughs> and then I watched his uh, his Rampage movie, uh, which is going to be confusing because you just said The Rock. So I want to clarify: it's not The Rock Rampage movie based off of a video game, which seems like a thing that they both would direct. Which was disappointing. Rampage just yeah. did a movie that's just—it's just about like a high school shooting. It's about yeah. someone going on what? on a rampage. I saw that and it's, too. My I'm not going to say it's really great, it. but it's when when your bar is Uwe Boll, it's his best movie. I think. I remember watching it and just being like, "Why am I?" In the way that Mortal Kombat was the best video game movie for a very long time, which is a perfect segue to my next question. What do you guys think is the best video game adaptation that you've seen? And movies that are loosely about the idea of video games don't count. So sorry, none of you could say Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, because that's I what I was itching to I say. Haven't, I haven't seen that movie because I, like... Uh, it's it like something deep inside me cringes every time someone's like, <laughs> "Look, it's Pac-Man," or like yeah, that, any pop culture reference. That movie and is like, strong in the member berries, right? And that was why I was like, I, I don't know if I want to watch that because I feel like I'm just gonna be cringing the entire yeah, that time. That book works for me, and you feel like Spielberg of all people should be able to pull off a nostalgia movie, but uh, it's yeah, maybe garbage. like maybe like maybe like 1987 yeah. Spielberg. Like, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me not excited. I don't know if you saw the new Space Jam trailer, boys, but uh, it just looks like Ready Player yeah. Two. Like it's it's yeah. it's not just Looney Tunes. It's WB versus. I mean, Don Cheadle does play an AI. <laughs> I mean, I, so there's parts I'm excited. Thought... We're also legally obligated to watch a fucking new Space Jam movie. <laughs> <laughs> I never yeah. thought I'd be so disappointed to see the Iron Giant show up in a movie. Like, I just don't want him to show up in any right. movies. We had one perfect yeah. film. And it's like one of the best movies ever right, made. Ready Player One. I don't want to. <laughs> God damn it, man! I'm trying to think of a good video game. I'm, movie. I'm like I, scrolling like, through a website. I'm like, nope, yeah. nope. All right, nope. I, I legit nope. like Postal might it was is the most fun I've had in a video game adaptation film. I, throw it a I mean, like, I'm I'm still down. Like, I love Mario. <laughs> like, it's a it's a fun movie uh, to watch. Uh, well, that's I mean, your answer is your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sage name, but name a movie. I'll say a couple. I think the What's first yours? Tomb Raider's fine. I think the new Tomb Raider is a lot of fun. It's not a great movie, but again, here's where the bar is. But what I am going to say is a great goddamn video game movie is Detective Pikachu. Oh, I love Detective there Pikachu. There you go. Boom. Yeah, my is, bad. Is my that bad. A That's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah Detective Pikachu's a video game. That's not oh. like a loose, like, uh, I don't know, Lego movie type thing where it's just like taking a general IP and making a story out of Detective Pikachu is like, that's literally that game, except Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. Is it, is it, is Pikachu your dad in the game too? I, I didn't fucking play Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, okay, now that enough. we're talking about Pokemon movies, I mean, I, I do like most of the 
old Pokemon movies. Well, I'm only I'm narrowing down to live action because there actually are a lot of great animated adaptations of, of video games or supplemental storylines. Which I haven't seen because I don't watch those type of movies for the most part. <laughs> I'm scrolling through another list. Give me a second. Because then I could just say Mortal Kombat <laughs> Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. Um, I mean, obviously which... Angry Birds, the movie. Is, uh, <laughs> we haven't, nobody's mentioned that yet. That is true. No one has has mentioned video All right. games. Well, that, there and you have no it, one Art. will. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything ready that I, I won is that mini Is this still game. good pod? What about Angry Birds yet? 2? I recommend uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I do love Detective Pikachu. That's a great fucking it's movie. It's really good. None of, none of y'all So fun to it. watch. Yeah. And I guess we recommend Postal all together. No, 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 I do not. All right. Any closing <laughs> thoughts on Mortal Kombat? Cause well, it... I mean, we only got through like maybe a sixteenth of my notebook. <laughs> So I'll just start reading. If you want to pick you, your you favorite fade, note and say it, and you can just fade. Right you can just fade me out as I'm reading. Yeah, just fade up the music, and uh, you know, you know where to right, find it. Let's do this. that. Let's You've do our plugs, Mark... and then Mark's gonna read a bunch of shit. Well, don't forget to check out Mark's podcast that he plugged so cleanly earlier. Yeah, make, make that uh, song. Make now. that song now, where you make the song, I tell you if it's shit or not. I'm just kidding. That's not how it goes at all. We're actually very, very nice. And uh, you should come on the show if you're interested. Uh, we have www.makethatsongnow.com. You can find us there. You can find us on Instagram at makethatsongnow. Um, and then also, uh, boy, uh, you can find me on SoundCloud. I'm Mark That Song Now. He's got more going on than, than we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find yeah. all of our episodes at stillgoodpod.com. Uh, also, wherever you find podcasts like we're 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 everywhere it's not always easy to find because there's a lot of inferior podcasts with similar names but uh, i trust you you found us here you already know where we are what am i talking about i do have i have one good all right mark um, take us out i do have one good note that i definitely wanted to touch on uh this is um goro versus extras fights five through 25 one punch each. Beautiful river rock area. Goro versus Art. Art does a bunch of cool warm-up shit, then is completely inept throughout the entire fight. Mortal Kombat!
hard is it to beat an eight-foot Muppet? Well, he's dead. Sonia sad. <laughs> All right, we did it. I guess that's the episode about Mortal Kombat. <laughs>